everybody out there. Welcome to issue number 203 of the Bad Cody Funky Podcast. Yeah! You beautiful people out there listening, watching on Twitch, on iHeartRadio, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Play, or music, Google Music, everywhere you can listen to a podcast. Thank you for tuning in. On Legion Radio. On Legion Radio. If you're listening in the future <laughs> on Legion Radio, you are the resistance. This is Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight, we're going to be talking about Terminator Dark Fate, which is essentially the third Terminator, now canon. All the other Terminators are washed. They're gone. They're out of here. It's the third Terminator 3. Hey. <laughs> On tonight's podcast, we got a dynamic duo. We got the amazing and wonderful TV's Casey. Yo. Hey. Casey, thanks for joining. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I wouldn't miss it. Yeah. Awesome. And I'm your host, uh, the Bad Cody Funky Sergio. Welcome, everyone who's tuning on Twitch. You guys look beautiful, everyone listening in. So, spoiler alert. We're going to be going into spoiler alert after we do a little Terminator here. So, if you haven't seen the movie, go see the movie, come back, and listen to this. If you've seen the movie, stick around, what up? And if you don't care about seeing the movie and you just want to hear what the story's about, if it's good, if it's not good, please stay tuned. We're going to have a little show for you. All right. So there's there's definitely some hubbub. Yeah. No matter how you slice it. Oh, yeah. So, guys, uh, Terminator Dark Fate is essentially Terminator 3. So, it goes Terminator 1, Terminator 2. The other ones didn't exist. There's no Terminator 3 Rise of the Machine. Fuck them. Forget there's about no Terminator it. Terminator Genesis. There's no Terminator. Salvation Order. might technically count. Yeah. But yeah, probably which, not. Which, which, which I liked. Um, had its problems, but I liked it. So yeah. uh, so our story begins, uh, basically, long story short, guys, for Terminator in to Terminator 1 and 2, right? So Terminator begins in 1984 with Sarah Connor, uh, played by Lyndon Hamilton, who was great. Um, Sir, Sir, just a, Sir Connor is just, just a, a good old, old ordinary woman who is going to birth the savior of humanity, John Connor. And John Connor is going to lead the resistance of uh, the human beings against the machines. The machines are going to die. Ah, <laughs> because in 1997, I love how in 1984, 1997 was the future. <laughs> the far flung future. The far 1997. Future. <laughs> 1997. Judgment Day. <laughs> Skynet, uh, an automated defense system, became self aware. And it's like, oh, you people suck. And it launched a nuclear attack on Russia, sparking a nuclear holocaust. And uh, the whole thing was called Judgment Day. And the future leader of humanity against the robots, against Skynet, is John Connor. And he's got totally metal scars on the left side of his face. Yeah. Oh, it's all jacked up. It's like a Fallout 4 character creator <laughs> fucking meso on that side of his face. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad, but it's so good, right? Your character. So John Connor good. devises a scheme because he realizes that the machines are going to try and send some motherfucking robots to go back in time and kill him as a child or kill him before he was even born. So he sends back his grade A bestie, fucking Kyle Reese, Kyle Michael Bane, heartthrob of the 1980s. You might also remember him from Aliens and probably literally nothing else. <laughs> he was like, right? Like, that's what he was yeah. known for. He was the, he's the original inspiration for Solid Snake. That's <laughs> <laughs> so about all you got. So, um, so Kyle Reese goes back in time. He goes back in time. He, he hooks up with Sarah. He's like, listen, there's this thing after you. It's so large, handsome, and has definitely won at least one Mr. Universe at this point in its career. It does not stop. It will keep coming for you. It feels no remorse, no pain. It will not stop until you're dead, Sarah. <laughs> and one of his most emphatic lines. We'll come back to that later. Yeah. Remember, it feels no pain or remorse. Um, and together they fight this 
robot in a fleshy skin suit called the Terminator, the T-800 Cyberdyne Model 101 sent back from the future to kill Sarah Connor before she can give birth to the savior of humanity. And it's right at the cusp of when Skynet is on the verge of defeat. So you know it's pretty serious. Kyle and Sarah team up. Kyle super dies, but not before he totally gets laid. Good for him. Um, and together they ultimately defeat the Terminator. Yep, she compresses the Terminator in a hydraulic press. While his arm, like, I love it too, his arm is like reaching out for and he's like, yeah, I he's going right freaking for rip out your throat, you stupid. Ah, come in. She's like, nope. Hydraulic press. Boom. Stupid boyfriend blew off my goddamn legs. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Kyle Reese. In T2, Judgment Day, the mo- one of the most badass science fiction movies of all time uh, takes place in 1995. Skynet sends a T-1000 back. Badass liquid metal. <laughs> Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick, you might dude. know is from the not best seasons of the X-Files. Bro, I remember, I remember seeing this as a kid. And I was like, yo, this dude is scary. The way, like, yeah. he, emotionless, just he, he he will not stop. I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger in the first uh, Terminator was intimidating, but this guy, the T-1000, like, this dude was so beyond intimidating. It's just like, oh, yeah. like, like, his face is it just looks inherently evil and so narrow and then the way where like he looks like through like up through his eyebrows and just the way he would just run you know with no emotion like he's just yeah 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 with just the, the hands up in the air i love that yeah. dude i was like damn this thing won't stop it's made of liquid metal it's so advanced and this is an advanced prototype yeah and the cg at the time was was incredible so so the resistance uh sends back a reprogrammed t-800 and on the robot to protect john connor and sarah connor was like whoa what the hell you were to kill me now you're back now and he's just like nope i sent back to protect you <laughs> no way chill i learned how to say cool phrases <laughs> like hasta la vista baby and fuck off yeah and in this one we learned that uh cyberdyne systems found the original t8 uh, t800's arm and is reverse engineering it to essentially make the new skynet it's a time loop yeah so the engineer uh miles dyson is just like well who are you people how do you know about this it's really this is really advanced technology and they're just like if we don't destroy every single like remnant of this thing it's going to become self-aware and it's going to destroy the the entire world and humanity along with it you know um so the original t-800 is just like yo like let's let's destroy the terminator let's destroy this arm and i have to destroy myself so these people uh they go on an adventure and the whole thing's about protecting john connor because he would lead us to victory and sarah connor is like don't you touch my boy get away from him you bitch (laughs) (laughs) meanwhile john connor is this shitty teenager who's like robbing atm machines and he's like, I'm going to call you Uncle Bob. <laughs> yeah, there's this total, like, like 90s, like, street kid. You know, he doesn't listen. He doesn't, he doesn't need anybody. Rides a skateboard and a BMX bike. <laughs> Too cool for school. And along the way, like, his friendship develops with the T-800 with Arnold. And it's so cool because it's, like, this big, huge, like, protector. It's, like, what every, yeah. every like, like little boy, when I was a little boy, I was like, oh, it's so cool. A big robot dude who's your friend. And you're teaching him things. And he's just, like, teaching about high five, how to smile. And he's like, okay, maybe not to smile. Like, <laughs> And Sarah, meanwhile, is like wow i really wish that his father who he himself sent back from the future to be his own father was here (laughs) to see this and in the end they defeated the t-1000 and destroyed uh arnold destroyed himself the t-800 and that supposedly was classic scene throwing a thumbs up as he sinks into the lava and the future I was saved. I now know why you cry. The future was essentially saved, so we think, and now we're yep. here in Terminator Dark Fate. So This movie f- cold opens in maybe the most brutal fashion ever, uh, in that 
it's like they're they're hanging out in like Boca Raton or some other beach resort kind of thing, just having a good time. But like, yeah, we saved the future. Now my son can grow up to be a normal kid or whatever. Uh, until you see a- another Terminator just walk up, just hanging out in cool little booty shorts and a tight t-shirt. He whips out a shotgun and he's just like, blam, two shots right in this child John Connor. Dude, the the de-aging process in Lyndon Hamilton and on uh, John Connor was was amazing because like yeah. this took place like in the 90s so they just this is right after uh well cuz it was like, it's like a couple of months after they I think they the said Terminator. it was like like yeah, a couple of months, a couple or of months like two after years. they defeated the the Terminator in T2. So they're yep. I think they're on a beach in Mexico or something like that and they're just hanging out as her and her boy, her precious her precious beautiful boy, her precious enjoying son. a mai tai. <laughs> yep, like because I mean they they have nothing to fear, but they kept running, but they kept running and just just in case, you know, just in case the machines were were coming around. I mean, also she escaped from an insane asylum. There's that too. So she's we also left wanted. Out that yeah, she's also wanted because she's escaped she's an insane criminal. asylum. There's a lot of us as governments coming after. Uh, but yeah, Arnold uh, the T hundred comes in, shoots John in the chest. And yep. uh, she's hanging over from there. That was a really powerful scene too. Like oh, it was yeah. so well delivered. The the CG was was top notch, dude. Like it's the best de aging I've seen in a movie. Nuts, absolutely. I nuts. don't know about that. Come on, I mean, like what's what's better than that? I got it uh, in Captain Marvel. The de aging they did on Sam Jackson. And, okay, um, it's on par. It's on par. That was that and, was really yeah. good. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. That was really on par. But, but uh, I mean, they've 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 mastered the technology has like peaked. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, just in the news this past week, there was talk of people wanting to put James Dean back in a movie. Really? Because the technology... Yeah, yeah. Oh, you didn't read that? No. Oh, Hollywood's going nuts. But, you know, the the technology is there to, like, digitally put people into movies. Like, a couple years ago in Rogue One, you had uh, Peter Cushing and Carrie Fisher digitally reinserted into the, into this movie. And it's like, oh, okay. Like, it looks a little wonky, but, like, in a couple of years, like, where will we be? And yeah. here we are, Edward Furlong's child 1990s face put on a, a kid body and it looks almost flawless Dude, it looks so good so yeah. so, so after after uh, sarah connor's board gets her beautiful board john connor gets killed i'm like what kill john connor we'll come back to that later um yep. we, we, we go over to another part of mexico in the future in our time 27 years yep uh you have danny ramos played by natalia reyes who did a really good job i i think mm-hmm. for for what she was given um and uh we're just we're seeing her daily life you know she takes care of she's care of her dad looks like there, there's no mother figure around so she assumes the, the, the role uh in the works house. in an auto factory works in an auto factory she takes care of her you know she takes care of her brother she's like hey i brought you some breakfast let's go we gotta go to work so to get up go to work they go to an automated factory because a lot of like automation and stuff like that for america is made in, in mexico and other countries um haha uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then uh, they come to find out that her brother's her brother's job is replaced by a robot. And they're like, "Hey, what's this?" And the the, the, the foreman's like, "Hey, this isn't too ham fisted of us wanting to hate the machine." Yeah, right. He's like, right. It's just like it's like, hey, man, it's the future. Look, there's a robot in my my job. What about my job? And she's just like, "Yo, take my spot. I'm going to speak to the foreman." And and uh, and he's just like, "Hey, I'm the head of the factory. Yo, your brother's job." done you know what i mean some of these other people they're done the future's coming machines are taking over hmm interesting hmm. uh yeah and then here we have we cut back to 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 her house and the terminator played by gabriel luna who was also the rev nine rev nine not of a skynet future yeah i i, I liked his acting because uh he, he he comes out of the portal from the future and then he he takes clothes and he goes up to uh to to her father knocks on the door and he's like hey i'm looking for uh 
Danielle, Danielle. and uh, and he's just like I'm an old friend of hers, and her dad's like, that's funny, like all of her friends call her Danny, and he's like, that's so. Then it comes back to the fact, yeah. like, oh, that dude's dead. You know that dude's dead. <laughs> you yeah. know that dude's dead. Totally it's killed. Your, it's your it's your classic. Um, it's like, what's your dog's name? It's like Rex. It's like, hey mom, is Wolfie okay? Oh, Wolfie's fine. Your foster parents are dead. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, because right, like certain details that, that he wouldn't know. Like, I love his dad picked up on that. It's like Danielle, funny. Her friends call. There's her some. Danny. There's a lot of fun callbacks to the other movies. Yeah, um, but, uh, even though they basically alienated their diehard fan base by murdering John oh, Connor. Oh, we'll, 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 we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I just want to just want to <laughs> wrap, wrap up like what this movie is, and we'll, we'll talk yes, about it. Too. Yes, yes. So as long as we're short, uh, we we have a chase that ensues where the Terminator assumes the role role of her dad. Comes to the factory and it's just like, oh, where's Danielle? Mira, where's Danielle? Para yeah. que? Para, oh, para, yeah, over there. Okay, okay. Um, and then <laughs> here comes Mackenzie. Mackenzie, Mackenzie fucking Davis. Davis. Who is, he was awesome in Halt and Catch Fire. I don't know if anyone saw that, but like everyone who's re- like reviewing this movie, like, like, it's like, oh, Mackenzie, like, like nobody brings up Halt and Catch Fire. She was great in that. She was a hacker in Halt and Catch Fire. Um, she plays Grace, who is an enhanced human sent back from the future. So they're not sending back a, a reprogrammed Terminator, not sending back a, like an actual human human, but like she's human, but she's enhanced. Okay. So kind of like those other movies uh, like they're on Netflix and other things you've seen where a human is enhanced and they can do like combat and stuff like that. Yeah, she's like that. So she's All right. So you know how a Terminator is like a metal skeleton with flesh on the outside? Now imagine if you were all flesh, and then somebody put a metal skeleton on the inside. We're really crossing the uh, the boundaries of like what is a man, what is a machine. <laughs> it's like Ghost in a Shell. It's like all these questions yeah. that are raised. Yeah, and she's the just major. Like, yeah, so she she fights the the Rev Nine, and what's stupid is that like uh, she she starts shooting the Rev Nine, and you can see the exoskeleton and like the, the, the nanites like spreading and stuff like that. And Danny's like, no, Papa. And it's like you can see that it's a robot, right? That's not even. There's a fucking black skeleton underneath. Yeah, it's a black red skeleton with a red eye, eye and, and there's no blood. Like, what the fuck? You can see it, right? And she's like, Papa, why are you shooting my Papa? And I'm like, what? Okay, whatever, dude. Right. So 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 Grace runs with her. She's like, come here if you want. Like, come with me. If you want to live, basically. Come with me. And then they, they, they go on this highway chase scene. Like, her, her brother dies because, you know, a male figure. Uh, her, her brother basically just, like, dies. Basically, the final act of Terminator 2 is happening right now. Exactly. And then, uh, and then Sarah Connor comes out of nowhere. She's like, hey, I'm saving you guys. Boom, they save. They go off. And uh, Grace is just like yo like i'm gonna hold off and telling you why you're important but you're basically important and i gotta save you and then later also and then, fighting a terminator for five minutes is making my organs completely shut the fuck down yeah yeah so so basically <laughs> she gets sent back from the future and because of her enhancements she was told that you either kill a terminator in the first five minutes you don't kill them at all and because her metabolism is so high she needs meds and she needs other things to run which is like the stupid plot line or whatever she basically that. goes into like a diabetic coma yeah if she as soon as she like stops operating at like that level and, i mean she's like throwing rebar through cars yeah so she needs so she needs a cookie for some sugar and she needs some time off really <laughs> <It's> <laughs> cookies water. apple juice and they raid an entire <laughs> fucking pharmacy <laughs> Yeah, so we, so we got so essentially this movie has uh, well, let's get into this movie has established that that John Connor uh, is dead doesn't matter. There's a new Skynet called Legion, which is just basically Skynet. So the future that was from Terminator One and Two is no more because essentially they stopped it. But Skynet was sending back multiple Terminators in like interval years just to make sure, um, and from a future that didn't happen. Okay. And time travel is weird. You assume that in the, while the timeline still existed, they were still sending Terminators back still, at random points throughout history. Exactly. So they sent back enough Terminators from Skynet with the, for the future doesn't happen. So another company, Skynet <laughs> called Legion, 
has new Terminators now. There's this one uh, called the Rev-9. So it has like nanites, which nanites are such cheating in all movies. It's, it's basically the T-1000 and the T-800 combined together mix, mix but painted one. black but painted black because cool yeah yeah <laughs> and they and they have like sick team-up moves like they could whip out like dr octopus tentacles if they want like <laughs> yeah. um yes yeah, so john connor is a matter from t1 t2 uh danny ramos is the new john connor um, or so we or, or so we are led or to believe. so we're led to believe dun, 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 yes. dun, dun. sarah sarah connor has been fighting terminators like 30 years getting information from a mysterious person who's like for john go to these coordinates and like she just does it so she's just been on the run from everywhere all over the world killing terminators literally as they she's a spawn camper (laughs) (laughs) she waits she waits for them to just pop out of their little freezy emp time bubble and she blasts the shit out of them yep and then uh, and it's kind of old hat for her she's very nonchalant about fighting a goddamn terminator i love how like it took so much to kill the terminators in the first and second but she's just like i've just been killing terminators for years i get these coordinates sent from this cell phone whatever this number and i go um i go kill them that's what I've been doing. Yeah, okay. And I knew how to get to you guys because uh, I got sent from this mystery number. So, yep. uh, <laughs> so pretty, pretty fucking contrived. Yeah, pretty much. And then so, so, so all the ladies are together in uh, this rundown hotel room and they're just like, all right, like I need you. So Sarah Connor's like, I need you to tell me what's going on. All right. What's like, what's up? Like, like, when are you from? And Grace is like, I'm from a future where this thing called Legion, like waged war against humanity. And I got sent back to save her, to save Danny. Danny Ramos, all right, because she is the future, and then she's great. So she's all all this good stuff, and then uh, Lynn Hamilton's like, "Huh? So you're you're me, pretty much. Like it's 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 not it's not you. It's your womb. You're going to birth like this. Yeah, they don't care about savior. You. Yeah, they don't care about you. It's your. Like, she literally says it's your womb. It's your. You're going to birth the savior of humanity. And and later it turns out uh, a Grace uh, who the enhanced human who sent back for from time was was like no it's it's not like you're like you're not you don't, you don't give birth to to, to to some man it's it's, it's you. you like you're the savior you're great you saved me when I was a kid uh, before I became an enhanced human and you showed me the way and it shows this scene where um, uh, Grace was a little kid she's about to get like messed up by these like these by scavengers scavengers because the, the future is crazy you know like the power went out everything went out society went 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 to poo poo butter. And uh, everyone is fending for it's this. It's your classic post-apocalypse, people killing each other for, for food, food and, and for survival, like whatever. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah. Danny like, comes out with some fresh fucking dreadlocks. Cornrows dreadlocks. Or corn- oh. oh, wow, crazy. <laughs> Sorry. Well, they you were tried. hanging off. I thought. You tried. I thought. But, know, but yeah, I love how, like, it was, uh, it was like three people who were about to, like, mess up Grace. Uh, and she comes out of nowhere. I'm like, is she going to come up with a gun? Nope. Hand-to-hand combat. Just, just does it herself. And uh, and then she gives a speech about we're better than this. You know, you can shoot me, but that's what Legion wants. And that's what the robots want. Or we can do better. And I'm just like, what is this weak ass speech? Okay, so they all get inspired not, not, not to steal and kill this kid because she's Defeat carrying means friendship. Yeah, and she uses friendship. They, they join her party like a Japanese RPG. Boom, and they're like, all right, let's squat up together and fight the machines. Even the one guy's like, what's the point? We're machines, man. And she's just like, no. But if we band together, we can all survive. And he's like, you know what? You're right. Like, let's do that. Because, because she's told you. And it comes back to our present day where it's all like, yo, uh, you're great, Danny Ramos. Yeah. You're going to be the future. It's not who you birth. And then, like, uh, Sarah Connor's like, oh, wow. Okay. So you're like me, but not me. You're like super me. Also, you're John. Yeah, you're, 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 you're John. Also, the whole thing where Sarah Connor's just like, I've been hunting Terminators and I drink. 
and a black bleh. I'm like, yeah. oh, come on. That's, come on. Yeah, uh, it's a lot. Come on. Like, that's not that's not good character writing. It's like, oh, she's so disheveled about her son. She just drinks and blacks out. Okay, cool. Look how badass she is. All she lives for is drinking and killing things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, now you're a man. <laughs> oh, my God. So, Casey, what did you, you, you make of this movie? Well, we, we're skipping over a, a huge... Arnold's back in it, too. Well, yeah, yeah. No, I, w- I wanted you to, to go into oh, it and yeah. give your... yeah. Okay, well, uh, overall, I, I actually... I kind of enjoyed this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. I don't see why so many people are saying it's bad because all the Terminator movies are basically just the same. Um, like Terminator Three, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger comes back in time to protect John Connor. You know, it's the same as Terminator Two, and Terminator Genesis is a Terminator comes back in time to protect Sarah Connor, but <laughs> before the Terminators all come, so everything has changed. But also, John Connor is evil this time. I I watched. Terminator Genesis immediately before watching this because I skipped oh, man. that movie. It was so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Not only was yeah. it so bad, but like they literally showed the plot in the trailer and the yes. studio admitted it because they were like, we just banked on people's nostalgia to get them into the seat. That's why we showed the whole story. And the director was not happy about that. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I can't imagine why. Um, but, you know, this movie is apparently tanking super bad financially oh my god it it cost it cost north of a hundred and uh 30 million dollars to make and it only made 29 million domestically yep that's a big old bomb but you know what this is like the third time they've attempted to reduce the franchise you know salvation was like okay new trilogy it's all going to be in the future and then it's like nobody really liked it except for people like Sergio and I and <laughs> apparently all of my friends who are like yeah uh, the war in the future is like the most interesting part of Terminator that we never really got to see Hell yeah and we finally get to see it and it's actually pretty cool fun fact the original ending of that movie was going to have Marcus the Terminator that didn't know he was a man replace John Connor who would have died in the film Ooh. so he becomes the John Connor of the future yeah Terminator's and Salvation doesn't get enough credit it was a pretty badass I mean the first 10 minutes are crazy where uh, yeah. where like there's like mad explosions you see Terminators there's like helicopters coming in there's like explosions behind it all Michael Bay explosions stuff and then like Christian Bale like like touches the ground as John Connor's like Connor's hit the ground I'm like Whoa, you get to see him like, actually be the future badass that he's yes, destined to be yes you get to see him do it it had some and it had like production Wise, it was it was beautiful and it had some amazing interesting shots and it and it, it, it was like the beginning very cusp of the future war and I was like yeah. yes let's go and the movie that movie rules yeah the movie after it was going to be like future war like let's yeah. go I don't know why they didn't but continue no. from that I guess there was a there was a rights issue at some point I think the, the the rights to making a Terminator movie changed hands like two or three times it was bought out and rebought and companies merged like it's a whole mess. Damn. Yeah, you'd think like Cameron's studio owns it, but apparently not. Yeah, because so he has a hard on for it. Because every time he talks trash about another movie, he points back to his movie. Like yeah. like when when James Cameron when he talks trash about Warner Woman, he talked about Sarah Connor. Okay. Yeah, like fuck. like dude, every movie like like that has like, like like a female lead. Like he talks trash about that, and he's just like, "This is what you guys are doing." No, my Sarah Connor, bro. My Sarah. No, no. See, it's dumb, and and it's funny because it it took me dating my girlfriend to kind of get this put into perspective for me, right? So when you imagine like your badass women, a la James Cameron, you've got your two. You've got Sarah Connor, and you've got Ellen Ripley from Alien. Yeah. Right now, the thing about them is that they're women sure but all of the qualities that make them action heroes are typically 
masculine qualities. So it's they're basically just men in a woman's skin. And, like, that's why they're so cool and badass. And, you know, when Patty Jenkins did Wonder Woman, it's like, look, you can have this badass woman who also has, like, a feminine side where she's like, ooh, babies and ice cream. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm fucking down with that. Yeah. Like, Wonder Woman was great for the first two-thirds. and Yes, I, I, you know. I agree. Definitely agree. And another thing I like about Wonder Woman is is, is that, like, uh, Wonder Woman's point and what Patty Jenkins nailed is that she could do all those stuff. Like, she could stand for justice. She could be strong. She could do all these things. And she, and, yeah. and she says it not because she's a woman, but because she's a person who wants to do the right thing. Like, when uh, right. like when, 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 um, when her... What's his name? The, the guy in the movie. Oh, fuck. Uh, Aries? Huh? No, no, Aries. no, not Aries. Her love interest. Chris Pine. Chris Pine, yeah. When Chris Pine's character like kept telling her throughout their journey, oh, you can't go over there, you can't do this, we got to stay on mission. Like, You can't say those people who are struggling with the cart. You can't go over that town and say those people. And she's like, no, screw that. Like, We have to do the right thing by these people, and I have the power to do that. Let's go. You know what I mean? But then you have, you know, and she, well, she never said it because, because I'm a woman, I'm doing this. And it's like, no. you don't have to do that. And Patty Jenkins nailed that. And then fast yeah. forward to Batwoman, like, like I want you to alter the suit. It'll, it'll, it'll be, it'll be perfection when it fits a woman. Like, not, uh, not, like, not. It'll, it'll be perfection when it fits me, Kate Kane. You know what I mean? Listen, like, I know you. There's a you way probably to do it. There's a way to do it that doesn't <laughs> suck. And like you said, Ripley. Like Ripley was so badass in those alien yeah. movies, and it was never because like she stated like because I'm a woman. No, because she was a person like doing the most badass shit and she's doing the right thing like her saving newt taking her under her wing when she really wants her she was the only person to do and she could you know so you can right. so you can have these things and do it as characters not because of gender like it's you know yeah yeah, yeah. good character writing is what i'm, is what I'm tr tr trying to get at there you know what i mean yeah. and and, um, and I, I don't like the fact that like uh, i just want to state that them killing john connor in the in the beginning of this movie, just to establish that he's gone, and that was James Cameron's idea. But by the way, like screw this guy, dude. There's so many interviews you can read about where he makes a statement where like he's like, "Yeah, it was my idea. I thought it'd be cool because we need to get a new lead for uh, the Resistance of Humanity, uh, Daniela Ramos." You know what I mean? And like, but but you don't build up Danny in this movie. Like we don't care about her there's not much like to her you know what i mean they try to they try to she's bait yeah they, they, even they, in they, the final battle she's just bait. Yeah, she's like hey they, look over here they essentially this and movie like, tried try to force awakens it but the reason why i think force awakens worked is because we got to go on a journey with ray we got to like see her character we got to we got to feel ray's hopelessness in the beginning of her just being on this like desert written planet she looks up at a spaceship leaving and she has this wonderment of like the stars and we see her like we get to like do that with her but in this movie like they they fast forward through it. We don't get to get that with Danny. We have this thing with like her family really quickly, and then they're both just just killed off. And then all of a sudden, here comes this person from the future who constantly spams that you're great, you're great, you're going to lead with you're great, you're great. This movie and it's like, does we don't get it does like, yeah. The, this movie does that thing where it's tell don't show yeah. Where they're like, oh, you're going to be such a total badass in the future. And she's like, okay. And then it's like, you <laughs> okay. know, the the old Danny would never have been ready for this. But everything you've been through. And I'm, I'm like checking my watch and I'm like, she's been on the run for an hour. <laughs> it's like you're, you're totally prepared to be the you that you're meant to be. And I'm just like, okay. Like this is a lot of informing us that she's a badass when she's not really doing anything no not at all and, uh, and and the thing is like 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 i don't care if if they if if instead of danny it was like it was like another dude you know like if they killed off john connor and gave it to like max whatever the hell you know what i mean and i, I would have been like i would have been pissed because it's like john connor's been built up from the first terminator one and two this is a direct this is like part three of of, yeah. of those 
Um, so so everything in T T one doesn't matter. Everything T two doesn't matter because John Connor was leader of the resistance. Continue that story. You they un they undid the timeline. They did like they, they, they made us care about this kid and this character, and then in the beginning they kill him off to give us somebody new that we just don't care about. It's like and they don't they don't even and they don't build up her character for us to care for about so that when it comes time in this movie Terminator Dark Fate for Danny to become this badass to become this thing like I personally don't believe it and I'm just like you you just kept telling me for an hour that she's great but you haven't been showing it and she has no time to develop this she got she's got the one moment where she she gives a little speech then, in the future but you don't see that that transition yeah because it's not the diff, the difference here too is that. We only really see John Connor as un- an unborn, pregnant stomach, and then a like a nine-year-old child, right? You know, uh, we don't everything between that. There's this jump, like twenty years of him being a future badass who was like apparently in a labor camp and stuff. Yeah. You know, but Danny, it's like, oh, in uh, two years the apocalypse is going to happen. Uh, and you're going to look exactly the same, except you have cool hair. <laughs> you know, it's not like she she has 20 years to grow up in the apocalypse and like all this wild stuff. Yeah. happens. Um, so it's a little different, but, yeah. you know, it's not the end of the world. I was not upset like or outraged at, you know, John Connor dying, because let's be honest, I gave up on this franchise a long time ago. Um, if you ask me, like, what's like a value in the Terminator franchise, I will say three things. Terminator 1, Terminator 2, and RoboCop versus Terminator, which is maybe one of the best crossovers of all time. And the twist, which is not really a twist because you can see it coming a mile away, is that Alex Murphy's robot body is the model for which all future Terminators are designed. Um, And that's how they connect it. Like, it's just so seamless. Then you've got RoboCop fighting fucking Terminators. Mm -hmm. Like... Like the whole thing is well put together, the art and writing, and, and it is both really great. It's like four issues of a comic book, but like that's it. That's the only thing in Terminator really worth seeing. As far as this is a new start, it's fine. It's it it didn't like blow my mind or anything, yeah. but it was like a perfectly serviceable movie. I think critics dumping on it is a little fucking mean, but like yeah, because it's not it's not bad. You know what no, I mean? No, it's not. Like, and and it's, I see a lot of critics who are just like really like you say dumping on it. I'm like, it's not it's not terrible. It's not a, like a it's terrible the, movie. It's the third best Terminator movie. Yeah, which we're just saying much because you have three three rising yeah. machines and you have the Genesis right. guy. Uh, no, it's yeah, yeah, but it's, it's not bad because as a movie, like it has it has great action. So if you want to see an action movie, like it has some great action scenes. You know, like the highway chase scene is really good. Uh, the, the the plane scene was was pretty cool. I got a lot of yeah. CGI in there, but I, I think the uh, the highway chase scene is pretty good. And uh, Gabriel Luna as as a Terminator, I think he did he did a good job. I see there were some yeah. people who were just like, man, this guy looks soft as hell. Like <laughs> he had too many, I think he had too many quips. Yeah, he. I mean, he's a robot. Yeah. like you got to keep thinking like. Why does the Terminator make jokes? It's like, oh, in T2 and T3, he was programmed to bond with human beings. That's why he makes jokes. Like, you don't see the T1000 making jokes. The the TX doesn't make any jokes. Like, like they're supposed to be cold and scary. But, you know, when he... Like, it's funny when he puts on that accent where he's like, ah, you know, I, I haven't prayed uh, so, so much my in life. five minutes my whole goddamn <laughs> life, brother. It's like he's like, any, you guys know where I can get a chopper? It's like, what? I'm here to pick up some fucking illegals. Like, all right, like we get it. <laughs> also, like, also, how, how, how topical that we're at the Mexican border oh, yeah. and like all. It's like, damn. All right, because because like because in art for like people like talk about 
uh, use art as a certain way to talk about the times and certain things. So I think this is also a way for them to talk about the times we're living in too, because we're at the border, like where we're seeing. Because at, at one point, um, when uh, when the Inhuman uh, Mackenzie Davis's character Grace is is going to save uh, Danny, who is put into a cage, she was just like, you know, where were you keeping the prisoners? And the border patrol agent was like, we call them detainees. Uh, <laughs> they're not prisoners. And she just fucking. And she's like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> you know, you know, they're prisoners. Like, come on, this is come on. You know, so I'm yeah. just like, all right. She, she is like, regularly bodying people in these movies, just like one, sm like smashing heads in the walls. Yeah, which which was pretty cool. I think she did a re really good, really good but job. Again, again we are totally skipping over the inclusion of Arnold Schwarzenegger in this dun, movie. Dun, 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 dun. A Terminator movie would not be complete without him. Right. Because um, this whole time, Sarah he, Connor was receiving text messages and locations on these Terminators are coming back in time. But from who? But from who? And then uh, Grace, who came from the future to protect Daniel Ramos, because she's going to be the new leader. Fuck John Connor. Um, yeah. uh, she, she's like, I got this cool tattoo on my body that leads to the same coordinates as the messages coming from your phone. And, and like, I'm like, wow. Like, let's how go contrived. <laughs> <laughs> let's go there. They get there, and we see that it's the T-800 that killed... John Connor, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Arnold. Apparently, he after he killed him, he's like, "Wow, I have nothing else have to no do." Purpose. You know, you'd think, "Oh, maybe I'll just, I don't know, deactivate because I have no purpose to continue. My mission is done." But no, he decides to live for another almost thirty years, grows a conscience, feels bad about what he's done. Oh, and also, he adopts a family. <laughs> Yeah, that whole plot line was so stupid. Yeah, he finds an, a woman being abused by her husband, saves her and the child, and becomes like a fa like a new stepfather for like for years. For yeah, the, his his kid is a grown ass man. Yeah, and he gets a dog. He starts a drapes business. I'm just like, like what? Like this this whole yeah. side story is so ridiculous. Like like one, okay, he saves her from a domestic and and assumes the the, the role of of the kid's father, right? Yeah, and he's been together with her for years, and then he drops it. Like their relationship is not physical. He's yeah. punctual on time. He, he 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 could do things as a handyman. He doesn't make much conversation. And the and Sarah the Connor puts it. She puts it perfectly. She She's like, in 30 fucking years, she didn't notice you were 400 pounds. <laughs> He's like, our relationship is not the physical one. Like, that's she such BS. Me, like, she on. found me very dependable and I changed diapers without a complaint. Also, I'm funny. And I'm like, okay, touche. He is pretty funny. Yeah. That's <laughs> such BS. All right. Let, 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 listen. Let, listen. In that amount of time, they've never been physical. She just wants some dude around just to, like, do handyman stuff and, like, be a father figure. Come on. Are you and you don't me? get a dude is sh like shredded and chiseled as Arnold and, and not be like, but what if though? Ex exactly. Like, come like on. Like, ride that pony. Like, are you kidding come me on. right now? Like, listen, well, women like to get busy just as much. Even In real life, men, this guy like, is you don't fucking. Think, like, she'd be like, yo, what's going on here? You know, so she hasn't like, you know, like, you know, felt him up or whatever. whatnot. you know, is, yeah. is there bits? I don't, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Listen, he's, you know, he's, he's hooking up with Kennedy's and his housekeepers. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's wild, and, and, no, also, but, and also the whole like came having like like a drapes thing, like like the bit. I'm like, yeah. I, I get it because Arnold Schwarzenegger is a buff macho man. So the bit is like in this movie, he's a terminator, he, like he he's an interior he's decorator. an interior decorator, and and then he makes a joke about like uh you know he went to some of the guy's place and he wanted to have solid can't have a solid, solid, solid color, color drapes. I told drapes. him don't do it. 
do flowers, do, do flowers and polka dots. And stuff. I was like, oh, okay, I get it. It's funny because a bit he's a big tough macho guy, and it's yep. funny because he's doing something that a big tough macho guy wouldn't really do. I'm sitting there like, oh, this is great and funny. Thanks, seventy year old writers who were writing this movie. Me personally, yep. oh, it, it, didn't, so it didn't hit me, but I know like like my parents would love something like that. It's like, oh, it's funny because Arnold's a big tough macho dude, but look, he's selling curtains and drapes and like he's doing it in like a kid's room. That's funny yeah. because he's a big buff macho dude. I'm like, that's the joke. I'm like, ha that's great. Moving right he does along. Kick a, he does kick a considerable amount of ass in this movie. Though. He does, though. He does. That was you got to give him credit. I, I just, I just wonder, like, who, like, wrote this, like, parts of this movie because a lot of it was, like, missed because, yo, miss me with some of these outlets talking about how funny it was. Come on. Like, they're, I'm not going to name these outlets, but, like, well, we pay attention to, to the zeitgeist of our geekdom and some of these other places. And when you have pundits within our geek like like uh with our, with our geek dome right on youtube on twitch or whatnot and these motherfuckers talk about how funny this movie is and how funny arnold is miss me with that bullshit i don't know who the <laughs> fuck these guys are all oh, like i do uh, this one review was like oh yeah arnold's really funny man there's one part of the movie where he's like reveals that he's like uh he has a drapes drapes company and he does a joke about him doing drapes in, in a little kid's room and it was fucking hilarious i'm like wow grandpa great and this guy's yeah. this guy's guy's not even old i'm just like wow he, he had two jokes in there that made me laugh not the the drapes bit. Not the drapes that was bit. fine yeah. but the when when he just flat out says and them funny that was good. like that got me and then when he reveals his fucking gun stash and he's like yes i've been preparing for the eventuality that a new timeline would erupt and it's like also it's texas and i'm like Fucking of course. But the, the part that got me was, was him saying that, like, at a time where humanity would eventually turn into a level of barbarism, yeah. I, I already I was dead, and then he continued about being big Texas. Yeah, I'm like that's fucking great. Like, it was a like that was a quality bit. Like, you know, you he plays off his strengths. Like, he does. you're not gonna have a, a 40 year career film veteran who is like known for his sense of humor. And he was good at this in this point. movie. He was good. Yeah, you're not going to have him be like a like just a dumb stonewall robot, yeah. you know. And, and, but and the he pro- made you feel for him too, honestly. I oh, was totally. Like, Yo, look at Arnold dude. Like he <laughs> yeah. made you feel for Carl like when he when he hugs him. his family for the last time and he's like I told them the day has finally arrived where my past would catch up with me and I'm like fuck. That wouldn't be coming back. I was like, yeah. yo, like yeah. the way he delivered those lines was re- like he was spot on. Like I, I was worried like what they're gonna like do with it, but like if, if any credit to Tim Miller because like actors are really good if you have a really good like director, um, yeah. and so the way that Tim Miller like directed Arnold in this, I, I think he needs some kudos for that. Like not for a bunch of things in this movie, but for that, like kudos, yeah. absolute kudos. Just the way I gave Ryan Johnson kudos for for bringing out that performance in Carrie Fisher, like and right. and Mark Hamill got great performances out like um uh, out of the, out of your actors, and that's on the director. So I think yeah. I think Tim Miller in this did a really good job on that because you really felt you know it. a lot of a lot of I love Arnold's arc in this movie yeah. as a you know a robot who like found a conscience and is like he's lived but every it's odd because like the only reason why he had a conscience in T two because he was reprogrammed right but this Terminator was sent it doesn't make sense back in time just to kill. John Connor. So how does he have a conscience? Doesn't make it doesn't, doesn't make, make sense. sense. But but the writers and like including James Cameron, you know, who started this thing, was just like we just need to. It's 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 kind of like the Hobbs and Shaw thing. Well, like I said, it's like all right, we're gonna write these these beats, and we just need them to hit. That that's it. Yep. That's it. He's. We need to get these characters where we need them, and, and then we're we'll, worried about the details. But, later. Like, man, if you're gonna have some deep lore, some good lore, it's like stick to it, man. Like come on, like I, I like I still can't get over the last time we were talking about it just the whole john connor thing being dead because we need a brand new 
like leader yeah. leader of the resistance. And I'm not going to go into like culture and stuff like that because that's that's going to be beaten and it's really boring to talk about. And it's very yeah. divisive. And uh, and by, by culture guys, I mean the whole you know they killed a man to put a woman in place. So like I'm not I'm not going to go into that because um, because that's not even what it's, it's really it's, about. It's, it's, I mean, it's, there's it's, one, it's not what it's about. One, and just like I said one in, line the beginning, in the beginning, I'll be pissed if they gave it to another dude because yeah. it's John Connor. You built up this character. We know him. He's part of the lore. We feel for him, and then you give it to someone else. So it's not that they gave it to a whammon. It's it's the fact that they gave it to somebody else, and it killed off yeah. this very important character. Look, there. I think it's they're trying to like sort of soft reboot it. They throw in a bunch of stuff they're to force and concepts. Yeah, they're they're throwing in a bunch of stuff that you're familiar with. They they kill off the old generation to bring in the new, but this mo- I don't think that this move. I mean, obviously be- because of the finances, they're almost certainly not going to follow this up with anything. No, which makes it the third failed start of a trilogy. It's not even doing well in China, which which China basically paid for this movie to be made. If, if oh you saw God. the opening titles, uh, Tencent was one of the um, was one of the people who who helped like put this thing together and you'll see a lot of like uh, like Chinese companies who they love Hollywood and they love our movies because like they're so well made like they're huge uh, and Tencent is like this billion dollar company so they have, so I'm pretty sure they were like yo we want another Terminator because we, we love like y'all's movies and they do well over here it didn't do well over there and it's like come on dude you couldn't get that audience who wants just to see all this stuff like how yeah. how, 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 how good is how good is your movie bro that not even the overseas like like audience who pay for a movie to be made didn't they didn't go they, to see it. They didn't I think show it's up. I think it's time to to bury this franchise. So so do you think the Terminator franchise is dead, or do you think that it's the fact that people are burned on? Like, what, what, what do you think uh, is is the reason people didn't show up for this movie because it didn't do well? I think uh, people. How did you, do you know how Genesis did in theaters? Uh, Terminator Genesis. I can look that up, but uh, whatever. Anyway. Critically, Genesis, everybody hated it. Yeah, and and I feel like it's in the same sort of boat as the Fantastic Four movies, where like you know there were some good ones, there was one really bad one in recent memory, and now the sort of the brand is tainted. Like when you hear, oh, there's an... when I heard that this movie was coming out, I'm like, oh, another Terminator movie, like whatever. Like I wasn't like there, you know. And then it was like, oh, James Cameron's back. Like fine. It's like, oh, Sarah Connor's back. Like, oh, okay, fine. And it's like, uh, Arnold's in this one again. It's like, oh, okay, fine. But like, everything was just like, okay, like, I've seen this. Like, they're they're bucking off this, you know, this trend that's been going on in movies for, like, the past five or six years where it's like, the old hero comes out of retirement and, you know, has to fight a, an old foe that also comes out of the woodwork, you know, years in the making. And I'm like, look, I love an old hero, you know, coming out of the woodwork like that's as cool as a thing since the Clint Eastwood days of the man with no name being like I'm you know I'm a gunman on my last legs <laughs> you know but it, it's just it's there, there's nothing that feels special about it it's just it's like they took Terminator 2 and they took this like we bring the old hero back and it's like oh and Force Awakens they throw that in the blender too and it's like there's a rise of a new generation it's like I've seen all this before yeah. like I'm not I'm not emotionally invested enough in Terminator because there's been four movies that didn't like completely like make me bust a nut that you know I don't I just don't care anymore like I you know it's different like Mad Max you know is a perfect example of a franchise revival done right because the new one the new one's better than all the other ones you know people will defend Mad Max 2 the Road Warrior to death and I'm just like Fury Road just is that movie like times 10 dude that movie fucks yeah, 
both of those movies fuck, but like Fury Road really fucks. Um, but like it didn't take a lot. It's just you know you have you have like the basic groundwork. Like you have the same protagonist. The whole thing with Mad Max like is like time is ambiguous. Like when does it take place in this timeline? It's like it really doesn't matter because it's the apocalypse, right? And you just what do you have? You have guns, you have gasoline, and you've got people living on the edge. That's all it takes. In Terminator, it's the same thing. You have people coming back in time to stop a future from happening. Like this isn't a difficult movie to make. Like this film had like fifteen screenwriters. Did you see is that? It? Yeah, which is ridiculous. How, how do how do fifteen adults, including James Cameron, the OG of the Terminator franchise, okay? And, and dude, it's and a then, problem. And then delivered this movie that, yeah, that made only twenty nine mil domestic, and it cost over like I saw the budget. It was over like hundred and eighty million to to to, to make. <laughs> I, I, maybe maybe that's not a fair criticism because when we say 15 screenwriters it's 15 people got credit for writing this movie and for as long as it's been in development you know who knows how many scripts have been revised and fit like somebody could have written a script 20 years ago that had elements of this as like the original terminator 3 and it's you know it's been passed through so many hands like he hasn't even looked at yeah. it the same person um you know but you know another film we didn't cover it on the show but like people briefly talked about it was gemini man um, you know, and that had its own share of problems, and one of which was it had fifteen something screenwriters. Like, you can't just like keep recycling these scripts and make them work. Like, I understand that you know, as you know, the way that selling and and buying screenplays goes is it's kind of like a spe- it's a speculative market. Mm. Like, you know, people buy it in the hopes that this will get made, and you know, people write these things knowing full well they're going to be changed in the future. But like, once something hits fifteen passes, and you're like, is this the movie we want to make? I think you really need to take a step back and reconsider what you've done. Like this this alleged screenplay at one point really blew somebody's mind. You know you don't give it 15 changes and then expect it to be like that same mind-blowing thing that you really got out of it the first time. And we have a really good question from chat. Really correct ask, how would you guys bring the franchise back to its heyday? I would remake Terminator 1. Really? Whoa. That, that's it. Huh. That's the only thing you could possibly do. So this would be Terminator 3, essentially T1. Well, okay. I guess if I had the opportunity, I would give this movie a sequel. Of course, like I would want to see where the story progresses and, and, you know, if they could like take chances and take liberties, like they've done all the safe stuff, you know, you don't have Arnold in it anymore. Like you just, you do it totally fresh. Um, I would prefer to do a sequel to this one if I had the choice, but like you want like a safe option of like starting over, like making it click with audiences. You just remake the first one with new actors, like Basic, it's just basically the same movie with better special effects because the special effects in that movie are really uh, <laughs> they're iffy now. But back, I mean, back in what seventy nine or nineteen eighty flat yeah. whenever it was first made, um, eighty four no eighty four. I don't so know. So by making the same movie, well, it would be the same story, like the same like Sarah Connor stuff like that. Same thing. Sarah Connor, Kyle Reese comes back in time. Like Terminator is just fans, one dude. Be like you want to like erase this one and like just re- remake. Yeah, well, well, like I said, with the hindsight of this one being made, like I would prefer to make a sequel. But like, if you if you want something that will more likely click with audiences, would be just to just you just start over. Yeah, I mean, or you do, or you make 
RoboCop versus Terminator into a movie, which like it sounds crazy, but you'd essentially be reviving two franchises at once. Yeah, because I mean, I, I would like to have seen something where uh, instead of like this story that they gave us, so, so, so something where um, you know they had like a tangible cause, like like in T two, they were trying to stop. Uh, you know the the T one thousand and Judgment Day from happening. They went to to Cyberdyne to like kill everything off and stuff like that. But like, yeah, they but, blew they blew up the whole building. Yeah, and then and then in this one we have this this essentially the same Skynet coming back in the form of Legion. Like, how about we BBC like Legion really trying to like make Skynet like really make this thing and them not knowing or not believing that there's going to be this like Judgment Day. So you have to try to to stop this new Legion thing instead of like oh like yeah Legion exists. It, there's new Terminators like whatever. How about how about the forming of legion you know what i mean like of this new essentially the same exact story of skynet the, the only problem with that and i mean I, like this sounds stupid hypocritical because i'm just like remake the first one but genesis that's that's the plot of genesis is you see the the formation of the ai that would eventually go on to you know corrupt and destroy the future and it's like this wasn't really that interesting then you know but it's it's tricky like you it's know my tough. first pet my honestly, I would have been. I was just abandoned the franchise. Yeah, because I mean, it, it's it's kind of like uh, what we were saying, um, you know, like off off stream, where people aren't interested in Terminator that that much, especially because no. like the day and age that that like, we live in now. You know what I mean? Like it's not that exciting. Oh, so 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 I don't think this is a good. Yeah, I got a I got a good point Shoot. for this. What are some of the most like like? the best like subtle details about Terminator 1 and 2, right? The first movie has Arnold Schwarzenegger flipping through a phone book to find and he starts killing every Sarah Connor alphabetically in a row, right? You know? In Terminator 2 they 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 call from payphones and stuff when they're on the run. This movie, you have the Terminator tracking them at every turn. He follows them with drones, he follows them with surveillance cameras, he tracks their cell phones. Like his job is basically easy for him because more than 30 years ago we're so we're, all of us are are more wired there's a digital footprint for everyone like i don't care if you've got like your nord vpns or whatever like somebody's you're leaving something you know you're on a surveillance camera in a convenience store somewhere like somebody's looking at you like you can't be protected from everything you can't put your phone in a in a chips bag or 15 <laughs> chips bags um you know and i think part of that took this a little bit of suspense out of the movie because you know, obviously there's going to be a final conversation confrontation with the Terminator, but it's also like it was so easy for him to find them. Oh, yeah. It was like way too Dude, easy. This Terminator the- kept showing up every single it was it was almost ridiculous because like uh, you knew he was going to show up. And then when he came, you knew they were going to get away. So like I, I never thought that our heroes were ever in danger. You know what I mean? Like, up oh, here he shows up again. Like, up oh, there he is again. Uh, and they're in danger somewhat. Not really. And they get away. And they just, just they like, run away until they can make their final stand. Yeah. Which I mean, again, it's just like the other movies, but it's different because <laughs> same, you know, same, but different. Same, same, but different. But still same. Yeah, <laughs> and like their final confrontation, I, I thought it was so weak, dude. I don't know about you, but I thought it was. Is so right? Weak. Yeah, especially the fact that okay, so so Danny Ramos is like this in, important. She's screw it. She's a new John Connor. She's a leader, a leader of the resistance. Everybody's down for the count. It's just her and the Terminator, right? And he's wounded. And he's yep. he's weakening, and she's like walking up to it with a gun. 
And I'm like, what are you doing? You Have you ever fired a gun in your entire exactly. life? Yeah, they had to show her how to use a gun earlier. And she starts walking up to her like, you killed my father. You killed my brother. You killed everybody. And now you have you My die. name is Danny Ramos. Yeah, I will kill my father. <laughs> prepare to die. Right? And I was like, you know, like, like Grace, the enhanced human who's come back. She's like, you got to use my power source to destroy this thing. That's the only thing yep. that'll kill it because the uh, EMP. Plot, the plot armor for some of these things. It's like, all right. Uh, how do we like like rewind rewind rip, rip, rip. how do we kill this thing up uh, emp grenades okay let's go get them uh, uh, sarah connor i know a guy i'm like of course you do so they try to go to get the guy here are your grenades here you go if that guy dies all right cool. oh no, the oh, grenades no have been these shot. grenades are no longer useful what else we got grace i'm an enhanced human from the future my power source can do the job okay great so we have to kill you in order to yeah. whatever whatnot and that's that was ripped straight out of the original Terminator Three. Yeah, it was. Like, how, <laughs> it was it how does was. he how does he kill the TX? He takes out his power core and he shoves it. And the original right like her. T yeah, in Terminator Three, guys of the machines. Um, yeah, yeah, like Arthur Arnold T and Andre does the same exact thing. It's they made the same movie with the same <laughs> the same everything. It's just and you they put, want people to come and watch this thing and be like, you guys are gonna all, love all this Terminator story. movies are the same. That's that's it. It's just they, yeah. they 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 took all the they're like, hey, remember this? Hey, remember this? Hey, remember this? Like, and it's like great, you know, I love that, and in a ton of other movies, but here it's also kind of like, all right, yeah. And they want people cool. to come see this movie, like like pay their money to come see, like come pay ten plus dollars or whatever, yeah, come no. see this movie, yada yada yada. You know nope. what I mean? It's like, come on, you made the same movie, and then Donnie Ramos in the end can't even hold her own again. You, we keep getting told over and over that she's as bad as she's going to be great, yes. and we don't have time for that to develop or being shown. Also, like like no offense, she's like this tiny little like person. Yeah. She's this tiny little person. Like, come on, yeah. dude. Like, she's a leader of the resistance. Come on. Like, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Like, you're telling me this tiny Latina teenager will save the future? <laughs> yes. Like, it's ridiculous. It's like, uh, it, it's, it's like it's like all those shows like on the CW where they have these tiny like little people who like fight whole hordes of people. Like, uh, um, uh, what is it in Legend of Tomorrow? You have uh, not not like not oh my god, White Canary. White Canary is like this like yoga mom. She looks like a, a She's a waif. Yeah, she she's like this lanky looking yoga mom and she takes on like hordes of people. And I'm like, come on, like ridiculous. Don't buy I mean, it. even if you watch like videos of like of like the Israeli army like like training their women and stuff like that who are really badass, it's like they're not these tiny like sticks. You know what I mean? Like, like they're they're, they're yeah. not like buff jacks like women, but they're, they're still they like they have uh you know it's massive and stuff like that. They look like they can take people down, and they do out of certain techniques. Not to say you have to be the biggest person in the room to take down somebody. There are certain techniques you can use, but at the same time, like you want us to like believe this like little tiny girl is gonna be like the ultimate like badass from the future. Like come yeah, on, yeah. But at the dude. same time, it's like you know you have Mackenzie Davis who's like five ten, huge. Yeah. Just crushing. She was good. Like she hands. was. I mean, Kenzie Davis was. She's the best. She's the best part of this movie. Oh, she she was she was great. You know, she she carried it on her augmented shoulders yeah. the entire film. Another mention like Mackenzie Davis is a great actor as well. Like she really sold like that that she she had this turmoil from the future and she needs needs that Danny Ramos to to live. She's like, I will put you down a mind shift if I have to. If that's where I have to yeah. hide you for the future, you and, saved my life as a child. I made it my mission to save your yeah. life as my commanding officer. The way like, she told that story. I'm just like, wait, well, why didn't why didn't why didn't they make like Mackenzie Davis like the savior? That like, that's more believable than than like that would have been an interesting Natalia Reyes yeah because where the like, North the only to, way to protect the future is to abandon it and like prepare the world in the past yeah like no offense to, to Natalia Reyes who's literally she's five foot one 
<laughs> like you're just a tiny person. Tiny. Tiny. T- tiny I'm person. a tiny savior. I'm a tiny savior. I'm a tiny savior. Follow me. <laughs> Wee. Wee. Uh, <laughs> like, come on. I don't like, know. I, I, I don't know, dude. You know, it's... I, I don't know. They, they're like, all right, John Connor, your god is dead. Like, come on. Like, we killed this dude, and now we have this new person. Un- unnecessary. Completely unnecessary. This whole movie was unnecessary. And they want you to go pay your hard-earned money to go see it. I would say, recommendation, wait till it comes on TV. Not not on demand. Not not don't don't bootleg it. None of that stuff. We're talking spike marathon where they show the films out of yep, order. Yep, you're you're at the laundromat or whatever. You're waiting for a train, playing an automobile, uh, you know, whatever, and it's on the TV up there. You 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 watch watch it there. Watch it watch it that way. That's like you it. go over to your friend's house. It's on cable. You guys are ready to go out somewhere. Watch watch it there. We sh- again we should add, on its own, totally fine movie. Yeah. As a Terminator movie, eh. Could you believe, like, what would you say to the... Do you believe the reviewers who say, if you're a Terminator fan, you're going to like this? No. Like, I can't tell you how many reviews... Okay, reviewers I, on, on on just on, like, on like blogs, outlets, YouTube, or, like, if you're a Terminator fan, you're going to like this movie. And I'm just like, yo, this is the bad kitty funky saying, get the f- out of my geekdom. Get out <laughs> of my... Get the f- out of my geekdom, boo. All right? Get out of here. Right, you are. You are. What you have to do is like, you, you've got to ask the reviewers, like, oh, what what Terminator movie was new when you were born? It's like, oh, my first Terminator movie was Salvation, but like, I went back and watched <laughs> the other ones. Like, your 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 views are askew, my friend. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna name names, but uh, this one outlet is this one outlet is now that gets to like movie premieres and stuff all the time. So I'm I'm not gonna use certain words like shill or whatever, payroll stuff like that. No, those words make people close their ears and their eyes. But if you yeah. have somebody who's a part of this geekdom, part of this bubble that we live in, and they're telling people if you're a fan of Terminator, you're gonna like this movie when this movie is not up to part of Terminator, and and, Dude, it, and it blows up the P- T1 and T2 movie and totally poops on T1 and T2 and you want to tell people if you're a Terminator fan go watch this movie spend 10 plus more dollars or however much more it costs like in Europe or whatever not to go see this movie get them out of my geekdom bro get out of my geekdom dude man we had the same conversation when Last Jedi came out <laughs> and I still know people who are like Last Jedi is far and away the best Star Wars movie I've ever seen or, or, you, or like, even the, uh, the the Phoenix movie the X-Men Phoenix movie where people in our kids and were like like as an X like it's go see it we need to like we need to have these movies be made so continue to support these kind of movies and go see absolutely to, not. Like, go see X-Men Dark Phoenix which was doo-doo butter trash that movie was <laughs> doo-doo butter straight dumpster juice bro and you have people in our geekdom who get to go to premieres who get to the press passes are like yeah Go see this movie. That's total garbage. Go pay your money. Like I'm not going to use words like shill or you're on the payroll because those make people close, cover their eyes, close their ears. No. Just get out of my geekdom, bro. Get out of my geekdom. I don't know. Yeah. So my recommendation, wait till this gets on regular ass TV and watch it there. Do not pay money to go see this movie. If you're a Terminator fan, it poops over one and two. It tries to Force Awakens this thing, but it doesn't give us a character development that the Force Awakens does. All right. This is not Ray. It's it's not. It's just not Ray. And that's what they tried to do. All right. Ray had character development. All right. We got to see in her mind. We got to be in her there. You know, and they and they and they built her out. Even though they did fast forward her with the Jedi stuff, whatever not. But we got to know her character as opposed to Danny's character. All right. I don't know. Casey, yeah. your recommendation, would you tell people, hey, go see this right now, like 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 at night, full on price, or hey, 
not a bad matinee movie. You you, you want to go Saturday midday or hey, wait for it on demand. Like where, where like, if if someone came to you be like, hey, TV's Casey, when should I see this movie? Should I go out to see it? Like, well, what's your recommendation? Listen, uh, I am a big proponent of AMC's A list, which I again not a paid advertisement. <laughs> it's just a fucking good deal. He just likes it. Twenty five dollars a month, you get to see three movies a week. You get to pick your seats. Fucking, Do you feel like you wasted twenty five dollars when the, in a, not enough movies come out? I there have been a couple of months where I have, but then there have been months where it's like I've seen Spider Verse three times in February, and it's like okay, this kind of sort of balances out. You know, if you don't see anything one month, but you, in in another month you see six f- films. You know, and New York City prices. I mean, I'm oh paying God, yeah. f- fifteen, eighteen dollars a ticket. If you want good seats and an IMAX experience, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes like they do. want us to pay like ten plus, like 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 fifteen dollars yeah. to go see these movies and these. If you live if you live in the middle of nowhere and not like the tri-state <laughs> area, like Sergio and I, and you pay like seven eight dollars a ticket, maybe it's not worth it for you. But for me, in a major metropolitan area, I'm like I have no excuse not to see every movie that comes out. You know, and maybe I'm late to some. I'm gonna go see Parasite this later in this week. But like, Terminator movies coming out, like. Yeah, I got two and a half hours to kill after work. Like, no big deal. Um, but that's me. Uh, if I had to actively pay money to go see this, I probably wouldn't have. I probably would have skipped it or watched a bootleg or something. Um, the the best way I can sum up Not my, that we can done watching bootlegs. Not true. Not that we can done watching bootlegs. But the reality of it is sometimes. <laughs> no! Sometimes you get... Stop. You don't condone watching. Okay. Don't pirate we'll anything. It. Don't pirate anything. Get it legit, yes, but thank you. but also maybe stop. Uh, <laughs> stop doing Sorry, no. Um, you know that quote from Thor Ragnarok where Thor's like never one for sentiment, and Loki's like easier to let it burn. That pretty much defines me in this fandom. Uh, you know, you could love, you could sing the praises of the first two films of this franchise and some comic book crossovers that you might particularly enjoy, <laughs> but it's just sometimes you just gotta let these things go. You know, like maybe. It's not for you anymore, you know. I, if you're a, an eight-year-old kid who got taken to see this movie on your birthday and you really loved it, I'm very happy for you. And I wish they would make another one so you could have something to follow up on. Because again, totally fine in its own right. But as a longtime fan, just I don't care anymore. And as if you haven't gone to see this movie yet, you probably won't really care either. So like Serge said, fucking wait for a marathon. That's it. You know. That's. Don't don't go out of your way. If, pop open the TV tropes page if if you want some some truly riveting information about this film and how it relates to other cinema in general. But actually watching the movie, I wouldn't pay for it. Uh-huh. Well, with that, it's all the time we have for this issue of the Bad Cookie Funky Podcast. Thank you, everyone who's been listening, who's been uh, paying attention to us on iHeartRadio, on Apple Podcast, on Google Play, on everywhere you can listen to a podcast, like Spotify, all anywhere you can uh, listen to a podcast, including here live on Twitch.tv slash Bad Cookie Funky every single Thursday uh, <laughs> here at 9 p.m. ish. Uh, on the East Coast of the United States. Yeah, America. Uh, thank everyone who's been watching. This has been Back Kitty Funky and uh, TV's Casey. We'll catch you guys later or we'll catch you another time.